Here's something new. A mountain bike race over six and a half days and 530 kilometers starting in the northern free state town of Frankfurt through rates to the eastern free state town of Clarence and then on to the Drakensberg for a finish at the famous Champagne Sports Resort. The race is called the Old Mutual Go to Berg Mountain Bike Race and it's just been completed for the first time, hopefully in what is to become an annual event. To explain more about this, we're joined by Bandila Ngoma, Senior Manager, Vendor Management and Sponsorship Governance at Old Mutual. Hi Bandila, thanks for joining us. Tell us about this race and why Old Mutual decided to get involved as a sponsor. Wow, I have to say... Um if you haven't ridden the old mutual go to Berg, then you would not have seen the very splendor of South Africa has to offer. You know, it is about mountain biking, very true, but it's also about the journey through South Africa, you know, in the most beautiful landscape and the most beautiful single track, you know, off-road racing, going through some farmland and also going through some very interesting towns within South Africa. It is a historical journey in terms of riding. And from an old mutual point of view, our involvement is about enabling those passion mountain bikers and making sure that the communities on route benefit. So that is our main aim. Right. So the inaugural race has just been completed. And I described the route very briefly from uh, the, the free state town of Frankfurt through to Rates, through to Clarence, and then on to the Drakensberg. Why was that route chosen? Well, more than anything else, it's more about trying to, trying to have as much rural gravel roads, quiet farm roads, and over 250 kilometers of single track trails. You know, So the route is chosen in that it's parallel to the N3 towards the coast, you know, but it's actually making sure that they get the highs, the lows, the rivers, the valleys. So it's all about making sure that there's a combination of off-road, combination of rural gravel road, farm roads, and single track. That's why the route was chosen like that. Right. So tell us a bit about the race, how many participants there were, and how many different categories of winners were there? So the field is limited to 300 riders and with a good sizable 100 supporting crews. So when you talk supporting crews, you're talking your masseuse, you're talking your mechanics, you are talking your route guides, you are talking rescue services, you are talking medics. So that's their field. And out of the 300 field, we had a good 17% of international riders you know those are foreign nationals visiting us so we had a good contingent from denmark there was even one lebanese rider so the rider field was quite an awesome one and in terms of your question in terms of the winners we had philip bays in terms of the sub veteran category as a winner and we also had hano opel holzer in terms of the veteran and danielle stradom was a solo woman winner. So those were some of the winners. And from a men's team, we we had Osmos, you know, which is a combination of Fibir and Segio. Those are our foreign national riders. And from a mixed team, we had Tim Stisi, that is Chrissy and Steve winning in that category. So we had an interesting mix of veterans, sub-veterans, elite, masters, women, and mixed teams. So it was a great field. Okay, now, did you get support from the local communities? Because I, I looked at a little video that was put out about the race, and it, it does go through private farmland and some, you know, a, a small little tracks. 
uh, it must have been quite a logistical exercise to put this route together. And you could not have done this without support of the local community, right? Oh, well, it has to start with the race organizers. That is Craig Wapnick and Gary Green. Those are the two brains behind this. And they've got extensive experience, whether it was Jobek to see before or whether uh, Sunny to see or back to Bush. You know, so they've got quite extensive experience. And going through the farm areas, that is at the heart of everything else. You know, you cannot traverse that route without going through farmland and without having the community backing us. So from the various farm associations, from the various schools in those areas, it is at the heart of it because that is how they also fundraise by hosting all these riders within their uh, premises. So it is at the heart of Go to Berg that we work quite closely and intimately with the, with the farm and landowners on route. And that's an interesting point you raise. So, they, of course, it goes over six and a half days. So they've got to stop at different points along the route. And these stops, were they in towns or were they on farms or did people make different plans for each other? It's a different combination. It's a beautiful mix. So first we started at uh, Frankfurt War School in Frankfurt. So it was at the school's premises within the uh, sport field, uh, tented accommodation. And then at rates also where we were at a exhibition and a and a stall area and then when you get to Sterfontein Dam it's within the Sterfontein Dam resort and for the first time at Clarence we were staying at B&Bs various hotels so it was a great contributor towards the GDP of Clarence and then when you go further on you then stay w- within farmlands and especially uh, in Winterton we, we were staying at Mseni Camp. So it's a combination of school, it's a combination of open uh, farm areas, and for the first time, we were staying at B&Bs. And what a magnificent finish at Champagne Sports Resorts, you know, so that is a combination. However, there's a big community fundraising element to it in all of these um, race villages. Right. When you say community fundraising, it is an opportunity for the community to make some money from renting out their premises or rooms or property, right? Definitely so. And if you think about, let's say, Frankfurt War School, they would be given seed funding to actually host the 300 riders. However, they can go to their local businesses just to augment and they could keep that seed funding. You know, so I know, for example, that they they have bought vehicles before they have improved their sporting facilities and so forth, because the funds that they get from the race is purely seed funding to make sure that they cater and uh, they look after the riders. However, if they involve the local communities, they can double, triple that seed funding as well. Right. Final question. Is this going to become an annual event and will the route be changed every year? The route would not necessarily change drastically because it's a go to Berg. So it means we are leaving um, from the south of Johannesburg, Frankfurt area, Free State, all the way towards the Drakensberg. So in having trails being built yearly differently, I don't think that is possible. However, it will be very intricate and very dynamic and very challenging route that will be that will be there for the foreseeable future. Um, more than anything else, it is going the back routes towards the coast of Durban.
or closer to Durban as much as possible. And this will become annual? Yes, uh, that is the thought process and that is the plan. We were uh, previously involved on a similar a sporting event called Joburg to Sea, which was from the south of Joburg all the way to the south coast of Deben. So that was nine days. This one is six and a half days. So we are continuing on that tradition of having it as an annual pilgrimage. Bandila Ngoma, thanks very much for joining us. That was Bandila Ngoma, Senior Manager, Vendor Management and Sponsorship Governance at Old Mutual.